another week has passed, and uh, boy, that was a, a great, uh, we've had great interviews so far, and I imagine this one is not going to be any different, although I'm looking at our interviewee and he's cringing over there. <laughs> oh, I just, I just let the cat out of the bag. It's a he. <laughs> we haven't had uh, some he's on no, for a he while. he identifies pronouns. Just wait. <laughs> uh, but you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM and uh, this is Porter County Buzz. You can catch us at uh, pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com uh, or at yahoo. Yeah, it is yeah, yahoo.com. Yeah, and uh, send emails or questions or comments that we'd be happy to get back to you. And uh, we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, uh, Chequick Lodge, number 56, downtown Valparaiso. And, um, and, and give them a little shout out. They had a bike event the other day. We gave away 25 bicycles to people in need. And I saw you had a trike you gave away, another one? We did. You, oh, you was, another one to get, get away? Yeah, this was the craziest thing. A trike came, a, a guy donated it. Oh, that and, day? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then we had a woman come by and ask, she goes, I, I need a tricycle because the doctor, you know, uh, uh, orders, uh, wants me to get some exercise, but uh, they're a little bit off balance. And we're like, okay, we've got one for you. And so, and we delivered That's it too because awesome. she had a car. So, yeah, pretty cool stuff. So the community is, is reaching out and throwing back to the community, and we appreciate that. And uh, speaking of appreciating. Don't forget to announce who you are, by the way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Harold's going to announce our guest I first. Know, I know. Dang. This is Greg Sims. <laughs> and, uh, and our other co-host is Andy Bozek. And uh, Adam couldn't join us this week, so we got Andy again. So that's okay. Stuck. And then... Uh, and and Tim, <laughs> Tim's going. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> All right, Tim Tim Beach. Who? Uh, hello, Tim. <laughs> hello, Greg. Hello, Tim. And, yeah. Extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, extraordinary. And uh, Tim, tell tell uh, the, the people in Radio Land here what what exactly do you do with for Porter County? So I recently left uh, the Ogden Dunes Police Department to take the manager's position at uh, Northwest Health Porter Hospital. And I also... Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> I'm also a deputy coroner for Porter County uh, since 2018 and been involved in the fire service up until 2018 from 1994. Now, as a deputy coroner, he smiles. He's not scary. He's not wearing all black and he doesn't have a shovel with him. I just want or to give he, that. Or driving a hearse. Yes, he's, he's it's a very nice guy. <laughs> Although his truck is big and black, so I don't know, you know. Is it a Ford? Could be Hearst-ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. you, you said you were uh, you previously served on the fire uh, fire department. Were you pretty high up there, correct? I was fire chief at Union Fire Department. And for how many years? Um, it was a total of about 10 years. Wow. Thank you for your service. What made you decide to leave, or is that retirement at that point? Are you retired from that? Uh, it was just time for me to go. Just time to get out yeah. and get, get a new, obviously a corner job. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like uh, that song, it was time for him to fly, you <laughs> that's, see. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. So uh, you, were, you're, you said you also were on the Ogden Dunes Police Force. What Correct. were you doing there? I was a patrolman. Uh, full-time? Full-time patrolman, yes. Nice. We're days, nights, uh, all of Afternoons it. and midnights. <laughs> I bet all the good stuff happens at midnights, huh? Some Those days, are the fun yeah. stories. 
<laughs> Those are the ones we want to hear about right now. <laughs> and, and, and here's something that came up in a classroom I was in today, and you can answer this. Uh, you know, some kids were very concerned about the quotas that the police departments were having around tickets. Is there a quota system out there? There's no quota system. <laughs> At one point, was there? Is that, did that come from truth, or do you know? Um, I heard that back in the day, but mm -hmm. I don't think there's any truth to it. I think the agencies want you to have uh, activity. Stay busy. Stay, stay busy. Make yeah. Connections. You know, it's interesting. Yesterday, um, I look outside. I'm, I'm cooking dinner. I'm having a couple drinks. Uh, not alcoholic. That's a lie. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> That's a lie. Um, so I look out the window, and Aiden, my oldest son, you guys know him. He's been on the show. They're, they're out playing baseball, wiffle ball in the side yard. And I look out. Oh, goodness, there's a cop coming up. Police officer, what, what is going on? What do these kids do? So I start getting ready to the door, go, get ready to go out the door, and I look out, and nope, he's playing outfield for him. So it was pretty awesome. He, was for about, he pulled up and was yeah. playing with him. I thought they, you know, hit something into a neighbor's house, or, you yeah. know, that he was coming to address some issue. No, he was coming to play ball. And he was only out there five, ten minutes, but the kids enjoyed it. I was like, hey, did you let him hit? No, he played outfield. I was like, that's kind of mean. Like, the poor guy get up there and bat. What the heck? Wow, that's pretty. But you know what? That's nice to hear that that they're not just they're community involved. Yeah. They're community members. And I've seen and, that on Facebook recently. A few places I know. Valpo had a, a post the other day where they were out shooting hoops. And yeah. you know, when kids are afraid of police officers, and not all kids are, but there's some some fear around police officers to the kids that really mm -hmm. helps to to bring them out and warm them yeah. up. So because I, I, I think they're people too, aren't they, Tim? There we are. <laughs> Now, now, did you ever do that? You're cruising around and you see some people and you go, hey, let's throw a Frisbee. No? I never did that. No, but he, because he could never throw the Frisbee, frisbee straight. He didn't want to embarrass the uniform. So I respect that. Well, you know, the Oddfellows will be giving away Frisbees at the uh, downtown uh, Halloween giveaway thing they have on that Friday night. So maybe come on down and get a couple Frisbee discs so you can practice. I will. And <laughs> It sounds what? like there's going to be Frisbees flying everywhere. There are little discs, around discs. I picture uh, being down there for trick-or-treating and Frisbees going by my head. It could happen. <laughs> there's Greg smiling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Wow. So, what, you got any cool stories about the police department, or is that kind of, eh, nothing really? It was just Ogden Dunes. Uh, I'm just, teasing. Wow, that was Andy Bozek, by the way. I was teasing. <laughs> because you guys are very involved with different... Um, coverages and not only because I know you guys are in Burns Harbor from time to time and Burns Harbor's in Ogden and Portage and stuff and I, I'm sure the, the cases are a little juicier out in Portage so that's where I'd want to be. Yeah we, we assist Burns Harbor Portage um, on different incidents domestics. So are you still a reserve officer with them? I work there part-time. You do? Cool. Yes. Yep. And do you do work with the sheriff too or is that the the only place you decided to just Ogden Dunes. Ogden Dunes. Yep. That's that's cool. I appreciate that. And uh, I know you worked with Kara over there too, right? I did. <laughs> Who's our nine one one lady now? One of our one of our wonderful ladies out there. Mm hmm. So you said you got promoted. Well, not promoted. You got a new gig now. Now you are the security director or security manager for Northwest Health Porter Hospitals. And so what is that? Ooh, that's not just one hospital either. That's the other thing. Holy cow! You're a bigwig now. Do you get a Cadillac to drive around too? I it's don't. Pink. Or they give you an ambulance? No. Ooh. You get to put the siren on and a beer balance. <laughs> Again, that was Andy Bozek. <laughs> So Tim's going, what did I get myself into over here? Oh, my God. Me talk. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't talking like this off the air. It's like, holy cow. See, the microphone goes hot, and here, here's what happens. <laughs> so my responsibilities at the hospital are um, 
Regional Hospital on Route 6. The, oh, the big boy. The Portage Hospital and the VMC Hospitals. What's that? VM VMC, the Valparaiso Hospital. Oh, okay. I didn't realize there was one out here, VMC. Where's that at? On Roosevelt Road. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have oh. security at all three facilities. So what do you have to do as the head of security? Do you know yet? Is this like just start this week or? I started back in May. Oh, okay. End of May. End of May. Uh, so you know what you're doing. Because I, I haven't heard any incidents. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I oversee that the security officers there schedules the hospital in and outs of I'm their liaison. So is, um, is it all police officers that are security officers? No, we have a few police officers there and then the rest are non-police officers. Oh, okay. Maybe some military backgrounds. Do you get a gun? I do not. So if I work for you, I'm not getting a gun. I ain't getting a job there. I'm out. No. Our hospital. How about a taser? Do you get a taser? You don't. Dang. No, but they get one of those. What are the one wheel things that you ride on, like mall cop? The oh, a Segway. You get a Segway? We don't. Oh man. Why did you take that job? How about a skateboard? An electric scooter? We don't. Oh my God! Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I'll work on that. Do you get too. a whistle? How about a whistle? We don't, but I'll work on that too. <laughs> no, but Greg Sims can personalize that whistle for you and put I your name. I could. Right I can put a light on it as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice fancy That's decal new. shirt. <laughs> How about some glitter? You get some glitter, some pixie dust. <laughs> so, what, in this job, have you had any cool things come up or anything interesting that might be? The public might not know about of, of this gig or? So recently we're getting a lot of, um, in the last couple of weeks, we've had people come into the hospital with firearms on their side. Oh, you can't bring a gun in the hospital? Yeah, the hospital is uh, no firearms. I didn't realize that. What is that? That's just a leave the premises and put it in your car type thing? Correct. And they get caught during the metal detectors, I assume? Yes, we'll say yes. I didn't ask that question. I apologize. <laughs> So, so we, we deal with that, and we've had a, a lot. Of, we deal with psych patients in the ER or up on the floor. Oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. At all three facilities. You don't have to be one of the people that like actually get involved to tie them up if they have to be put in a straitjacket and stuff, do you? Or do they? We do. We, so we you're do orderly as well. We do restraints, <laughs> arm restraints and leg restraints. Wow. wow. Have you had any problems with people? And maybe not so much this day and age, but you know, a year or two ago, there was the COVID thing going on. If, if you don't know about that, it was COVID nineteen. It was called. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, with the mask, was there a lot of people trying to come into the hospital without masks? And, and is that an issue still, or people kind of understand that you got to wear it in the hospital? So the hospital policy is you still have to wear a it's mask. Still mask. We're okay. getting a little um, resistance from some people, mm -hmm. but they. For the most part comply okay. when you're in the hospital you have to have a mask yeah, on. okay i was just curious i know that uh i'd rather not wear one if i don't have to but if you're told yep. you know i'm gonna i'm gonna come see my family member in there that's right what about visitation is that going on now or is it visitation's kinda, going on eight, it's all eight to eight okay cool yep that's cool visitors uh two visitors allowed at, at one time oh that is up okay over so, the age of 12. so is there anything else you want to kind of talk about with this gig because I know I got a lot of questions about the coroner's office. <laughs> we can move on to the coroner's office. What'd you do there? Well, congratulations on that new office. Yeah, that's cool. When you, well, when did you start that? Started in May. Oh, in, in May? In May. Okay. Yeah, if you want me to rewind, I can go back to where he said that earlier in the show. Oh, my God. Oh, Greg Dick for the day. I got one. I got oh. one. That was Adam. I'm, I am, yeah. <laughs> I am getting old, and, and uh, yes. I, no, he's getting distracted. He's getting phone calls. I am. I'm distracting myself. <laughs> it's getting silly. I know. So what do you do with the? How long have you been with the coroner's office? Uh, since 2018. 
Oh, really? Okay, oh. so right when the new coroner took a, came in or right before? Right before. Right before. Okay. Okay. Well, I, sure, I served one year under Chuck Harris. Oh, okay. And then uh, Cindy Dykes came in. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what made you want to do this? So it's something I've always wanted to do, and I enjoy investigating things. Oh. And uh, a coroner investigates. Oh. So every coroner in Porter County goes to a school down in Indianapolis for a week long. Uh, and you, then you become certified as a medical death investigator for the state of Indiana. Do you understand some medical terms too, or do you have some? They do. They do. They, they do cram a lot of stuff in in yeah. 40 hours, hmm. but uh, you learn some stuff there, and then you come back and, and you investigate. So our job at the coroner's office is to determine the cause of death. What's the normal steps to do that? Like, is there a, a, a step-by-step thing you do first? Like, first we check this, or do you just kind of take everything in? Every situation's different. Every situation is different. So uh, we're on call 12 hours a day, uh, about six days a week, or six days a month. <clears throat> and uh, if somebody dies in Porter County, the police are normally involved, and then the coroner's involved. If police thinks it's there's nothing suspicious, then uh, we go there and do our thing. Or we work side by side with the local agencies, depending on what the circumstances are. And what's your thing? Are you just, uh, is it always the coroner that removes a dead body or do the funeral homes get them? Or how does that, is that what you mean by thing? Yeah, funeral homes can come in and remove them. Or we, the coroner's office, will go to the scene, depending on the circumstances, take them back to the to the morgue, either schedule an autopsy or draw tox. Coroner's office draws tox. On the oh, you guys do that in the office? In the morgue. <laughs> Have you been to the office? No. It's smaller yeah, than this room. So in the morgue, isn't, it's not our morgue, correct? That's Porter County Hospital. Well, it's at Northwest Hospital. It's Northwest Hospital. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. So if if you investigate a body being dead, and what, where does an autopsy come into play then? It all depends on the circumstances of the case, I guess. So any type of overdoses, depending on if. If the police department wants an overdose, or the coroner's office wants an overdose, or the prosecutors, uh, we all work together as a team, make that decision, and then we schedule an autopsy. Oh, okay. So you'll autopsy. Uh, okay, to me, when you do, uh, uh, you have an overdose victim, you can just test their blood and know that they overdosed and moved on, and you don't have to do an autopsy. But are you saying you do, or am I confusing things? We, we yes, we can draw their blood, urine. And the vitreous in the eyes, and oh, there's some in the eyes that tells yeah, too. That's vitreous. Ooh, ooh. He learned that. That's one of those medical terms. And he pointed at his eyes too, which made it worse. <laughs> He's like, I hope they don't ask me what that means. <laughs> uh, and depending on what what the circumstances are, if if police are involved and it's an overdose and they may have a suspect that they want to try to charge criminally, um, an autopsy uh. is required for stuff like that. Hmm. Any car crash involving a fatal, they like to have an autopsy just in case. So this is a dumb question. What's an autopsy? Is it always you're going in, you're cutting the head open like you see on TV, cutting the chest open, or is it different? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, how detailed is it? I mean, yeah. disgusting. No, I, uh, yeah. So an autopsy is a full autopsy. They start with the chest, um, through all your in internal organs, and the last part is, is your head. And they'll take oh. them out? They'll take them out. The pathologist... Um, um, you can be graphic. <laughs> the pathologist looks them over. Yeah. He weighs them. Everything's written down in a report. Wow. And if he sees something suspicious or that he wants to study at a later date, put it in a little container and put it under a microscope. Do hmm. they do like a study of the body to see if the skin is punctured from someone stabbing them with a needle or something like they that? They do. I mean, it's that detailed. Yep, it is. So you're on that table, the autopsy table. 
Um, he's checking the body from head to toe, looking for any scars, marks, oh. anything like that. It's all documented. Hmm. Um, pictures are taken. Wow. Are you in the room at this time, or do you drop them off? And, or do you have we to are stay? most of the time inside the room, okay. along with uh, maybe detectives oh, or wow. some crime scene specialists. Will they video it, too? Uh, just pictures. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if they needed that for That's only on TV and movies. Right. Exactly why I'm asking these questions, because that's the only background I have is from TV shows. Which is probably just about everybody else, yeah. too. Yeah. Which is why I was so excited to have him as a guest. And Well, um, you know, Tim was just dying to be here. You know that, right? <laughs> hey, Greg, good segue. We do have to do a station identifier. <laughs> I thought that was a toilet bowl flushing No! <laughs> I was like, dang, right. I knew you were super friends. <laughs> the WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. And I'm um, one of the hosts, Greg Sims, the other host, Annie Bozak. And Tim Beach is here from Porter County. <laughs> from wearing many different hats, but right Absolutely. Now, the coroner's hat. I know, you know, I had to move my feet because I kept stepping on all his hats. <laughs> it's going to get mad at me for squashing a few. But it just goes to show, and the, all these things that he's involved in are very community service oriented positions, which is awesome, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, besides, now he doesn't have a gun, he lost his gun. Well, not yet. Not until retired. May. When, not until May. No, he got the job in May. He's been working the job since May, Greg. <laughs> what? Where have you been, bro? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> but he's still probably got his personal carry. So oh I'm just saying he's good. Oh, but my God. Been... All I know is I see him every Friday night at uh, the Unity Cafe in Valpo for some dinner, and it's all good. And that's a really good, uh, a really good time um, if you have an opportunity to come out. It's mm -hmm. a free dinner. It's a great opportunity to connect with some people in the community yeah. that are facing some hardships. Yep. I know me and my kids went the last one each week, and um, it, it made yeah. an impact on them, and they didn't realize what really is going on in Valpo when... Mm -hmm. You, do, you drive down, you see beautiful streets and these beautiful buildings, and you don't realize the homeless, homeless population and the people are uh, hit. There's so many people hit so hard down here. Uh, yeah. It was, it was eye-opening. So I didn't mean to and go No, and, 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 you know, Tim has provided food a couple times. I have, and we're waiting for Andy Bozek to do that, but I know he will. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> I tried to last week, and Greg said, not this week. Not no, this I know. Week. We got you. We got you. We're good. It is very rewarding. It yeah. is. It really yeah. is a nice time. And, and these yeah. people are... <laughs> Outgoing as well, and there it seems like they're excited to talk to you know different yeah. people in the community and, and get to know things. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. Sam's doing a great job down there. And by the way, Tim was also at the uh, bike giveaway we had a while ago. Uh, he came. Well, you came last Saturday for about ten minutes, I think. But that's okay. At least you were there. <laughs> it was raining. He ate a donut. I know. I'm kind of figure, huh? You you think when he got out of his patrol car, he wouldn't like donuts anymore? I don't know. <laughs> no, that lives with him for life. He did say he's still a reserve, so. <laughs> Are you still with any of the volunteer fire departments? I'm not. You just stayed away? Okay, good. Good, you decided to become a real man and become a police officer. Oh, oh wow. Joking. That, that was, was Andy Bozak. Andy Bozak. <laughs> that was a big joke. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, my God. People. So what uh, you earlier... Before we start, we're on air, you were talking about a, a haunting experience you had down south. And uh, every every week on the show, we ask our guests that, and and some of them are just crazy awesome. And and I think some at some of them point, look like we're crazy. Yeah, we yes. But I have a feeling yours might hit the crazy, uh, unique spectrum here. So uh, if you want to share this with the uh, listeners, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yes, please. Do. <laughs> so so a few years back. Uh, corner's office side i uh, got called to uh, go to a location south of porter county and um i go pick the van up drive down south uh, 
go inside, start taking my pictures, and uh, I bring the body bag in to, to remove the decease, <laughs> and I see the stomach rise. <laughs> oh, no. And at that time, I realized that the person wasn't deceased. Oh, um, I don't. I didn't carry a portable radio at that time on me, and my phone was out in the van, so I had to go outside, uh, talk to the police officer there, and said, "Hey, we need an ambulance. Nine, you know, contact 911." So, what was the police officer's response to that? Um, he did not believe me at first. Oh, no. and I'm, thinking, I'm glad you didn't put it in the body bag. Like, dude, what are you talking about? So, so yeah. <laughs> so. So kind of like on TV when we see this, did you like take a step back and just I, kind of I like... I did. <laughs> because I've seen on TV where like they're doing the autopsy and the yeah. body moves. But, so I would have just yeah. thought that was normal, you know? I'd have like, get in the bag. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. That's awesome that you got it. And this person ended up living for a little well, bit? Ended up living at the hospital for a couple days, wow. I believe. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's wild. That would scare the, uh, yeah, that scared the crap out well, of somebody. Well, no wonder they used to put bells with people when they get right. buried. Right, that's why it's a dead ringer. Yeah, that's absolutely. That, that's what it That's where it's from. Yeah, if they heard the bell, then they knew it was a dead ringer. Yeah, so they were alive. know it all, man. Yeah, it's so nice to have Greg in Oh, the room. my God. <laughs> no, really, though. No, well, you know, know the next time you're putting up your Christmas lights, you know, you can think about these oh, kind of stories. Have a Christmas light display? Well, on occasion when you're not working your dispatch job. <laughs> So we got to figure out a way to throw that in every week. You know, that little boom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so Tim, what, what is, uh, what's so great about Porter County? What have you, with all your experiences here, have you noticed anything in particular or, or you know, up north by yeah, the lakefront? I mean, up north, you got Andy Bozak. You could just mention that first. I heard that guy lives up north. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Porter County is just a great county. It's uh, very well funded for the public safeties. Mm -hmm. Um, taxes aren't high. I've been born and raised here. Graduated from Valparaiso High School. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Another one. Another and one. you stayed. I did. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Porter County is all around. Our, our police departments are mm -hmm. outstanding agencies along with fire departments. Our EMSs. I always hear good things, so it's yeah. Our no, it's a great place to be. Phenomenal. The new nine one one center. Mm -hmm. Did you like the? So you were part of it when before it was all consolidated into nine one one, right? Yes. Did would you like it better then or now? Mm. It's okay now. A uh, little, a lot of changes and a lot of things to adapt to, but all in all, it needed to happen in this mm -hmm. county. It was a big uh, savings too, wasn't it? Yes. Now we got two. No, we got us and Porter. Yeah. <laughs> the town of Porter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what else What else do you guys do as a coroner? I know you, now I know that you guys handle some autopsies and do that kind of stuff. What other kind of things do you do as a coroner? Coroner's office signs out death certificates of the deceased. Um, we send out toxicology to Indianapolis to get tested. Oh, to reports. Yep. Do we have to report how many people died from heroin overdoses and stuff like that? I assume there's a metric tracking that? There is. Okay. So that's what you're doing is sending mm -hmm. it down there? They do all that stuff. Um, monthly reports. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. any, any death yeah. in Porter County has to be reported to the coroner's office. So the coroner's wow. office in uh, the building, the admin building, is Correct. just an office for Cindy and the, maybe you. I mean, it's not a big office, There's right? a secretary in there. There's an assistant. assistant. Okay. Uh -huh. So that office is open 20, or not 25. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But pretty much the county building hours, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. So if anyone needed to go in there, that's where they would get the death certificate? Uh, the health department. Health department's got well, death you just said you didn't get a death 
certificates. They, uh, you create them. They, they record yeah, them? Correct. Uh, I thought Chuck Harris record. records them. <laughs> yeah, where, where does Chuck Harris come in in all this? Where's Chuck? Chuck, if you're listening, come on down. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, we had him on already. We did. <laughs> but we didn't ask him about death certificates. Um, so you record them and then send them to the health department, and that's where people then would pick them up. And then do you store them, or do the health department store them? I believe the health department takes care uh, of all that stuff. What is a death uh. certificate? Is it got the cause of death? It does. So what if you guys don't know? Does it just say guest or I don't know? Or, <laughs> you have or old a, age? You have to have a cause on there. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay, so every death what? is assigned a cause. So what are some of the causes that, that are listed on there? Do you, Could the, be a natural. Okay. Could be a suicide. But then a suicide would also then have like a gunshot wound or, Correct. or a Second drug year. or something. Okay. What what else could it? What, what about accident? Is there some accidental? accidental homicide? Oh, okay. Hung out with Greg too long, couldn't take it. Wow! Uh, wow! <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, that one probably wasn't funny or appropriate. Ouch. So I take that one. Back. That one hurt. That one I take back. I don't take him any of them back. That one I do. So, uh, what is the big causes that you're seeing in Porter County? Is is there? A, I know you and Craig sit on the suicide prevention board, right? right. Task force. Mm -hmm. Task force, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I know you guys have also been involved with overdose victims. Not trying to stop the drug epidemic in, in Porter County. So, where, where, what is the biggest cause of I that? I think that our, our suicides for 2022 are up a little bit, or maybe right on target from 2021. I think they're at 15 right now. How can so, you tell if someone's overdosed or tried to overdose, tried to commit suicide by heroin or something like that? Is it based on the amount they inject? It could be very little that you inject that. Oh, okay. Because if it's got fentanyl, that's even, right? A tiny bit of fentanyl will Correct. hurt you. They yeah. were just saying that the Mexican cartels are now, and I saw on news this morning that uh, Mexican cartels are putting fentanyl into the pills, like Vicodin, stuff like that, to get young kids addicted because it is such an addictive drug. I was like, oh my God. But if that, uh, so what, what doesn't make any sense, if that kills you, why are they putting something in there? Or is it, I, yeah, I, I'm not a drug well, person, and, and I don't know about this stuff. That's what I said. I never understood why they were finding these these pills that are supposed to have, you know, uh, op what is that, uh, opiates in them, and they're now finding this, this fentanyl, fentanyl in, it. in it. And I couldn't understand why until I saw that news this morning where it kind of made sense. You know, they're putting it in to, to get these kids more addicted, where obviously opiates are addictive as they are. Fentanyl, I think, is an opiate. Maybe I sound really dumb, but the, the Vicodin, the lower, um, the, the more common drugs, mm -hmm. but if you get the fentanyl, it kind of hooks you. Am I right? Or So that's kind of what I wow. get. Yeah, Sick that's crazy sad, stuff. I, I, I know. Uh, you know, when Chuck Harris was our uh, coroner, he used to go out to schools and do a presentation of all that stuff, and 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 that was really, it was it was actually it was awesome. Uh, the kids got some real experience, you know, seeing the stuff and and hearing from the coroner, and then he'd go over things like that. But it's been, yeah, it's been what three four years, four years I think since it, we've seen yeah. that. It so. can be eye opening, and mm -hmm. especially as a kid. You know, I, I know you go through some of these things, and obviously every, all these adults, parents are cramming all this stuff you should be doing and shouldn't be doing in your head. But when you actually have an opportunity to sit down and, oh, wow, that's really what could happen? That's probably yeah. better I don't get involved in this. You know, yeah. with that education, I think it's very positive. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't stop them. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm terrified of it, to be honest. I mean, I got four young kids that are coming up, and I mean... You know, it's, it's, it's going to be a little time. scary. It is. And especially when I've lost six, seven, eight kids from my graduating class that have died of heroin. Oh, really? Wow. Or related to. Wow. 
Yeah, see, I, uh, well, I, I grew up in Chicago, so I, I have no idea. I mean, it's very possible that some of the kids I went to school with are the same way, but we, you know, because you still live in the area yeah. where you went to school, yeah. so I, I have no idea. So do you. You live in an area where you went to yeah. school, too. Yeah, but uh, I'm in a better place. See, this is much better than Chicago, so I, no, I'm good. I agree. I agree, except um, for this problem. And, and yeah. luckily, I was never put in front of it when I was a kid. I never seen it. Obviously, it was a big thing, but mm -hmm. sorry. I don't mean to get off on a... No, no, we're here about you today, not, no, you're fine. not everything else. <laughs> so you guys are doing death certificates. What other, what other functions of that office, or did you cover them all? Covered most of them. And okay. So there's a corner van. There's two corner vans we have at the admin building. And they're pretty cool. Do they roll out and like they have the? Um, we have. Uh, what's it called? The bad thing. Gurneys. Right, there yeah. You go. Yeah. Uh, we have two <laughs> in each van. Oh, uh, you could fit two bodies. Yeah. If you had to. How well, many bodies have you ever had? Like, what was the most amount of bodies you had to transport you somewhere? You him his body count. Yes. <laughs> uh, I covered a triple fatal. Wow. So, so we actually called um, two vans out there to take both. Oh, is that because only two can fit in a van at once? Correct. Okay. Well, who was it that we were talking about body bags end of last year or something mm -hmm. like that? And was it you or me that asked the question, well, can't we reuse them? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. The answer's no. <laughs> just so but I, mean, I know. That's kind of, yeah. It's, it's kind of a gross thought. Because they're what, like 30 bucks expensive. a piece, right? Yeah. Give or take. So they've got a, they've got a, a price tag awesome. to them. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess it's not unrealistic to ask the I question. I think it was you, but I think it was a good question. It might have been me. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, I, I do know I was up at uh, Uline, um, which is a uh, supplier, <laughs> and, and I did ask that question if they had if they had body bags that were available, and you know. The guy looked at me yeah, with a straight face and he said, no, at this time, we're, we're not in that uh, business. He's like, what is this guy talking about? We sell trash, man. Well, <laughs> but you know what? I, I'll tell you. And, oh, and I, you know, I'm the county council, and I, and I know, Andy, you know this. We're always trying to look for ways to save some money or to, to do things maybe not necessarily better, but sometimes getting a different perspective is, is helpful. Right. So I guess in my mind, I thought, my God, they deal with boxes and containers. Is it possible that they also deal with these kind of more durable bag with a zip on it? And, uh, and yeah, no, so that's where it came question. up, you know, but yeah, I know it is. Sometimes we ask these foolish <laughs> questions or what, we look back and yeah. you say, oh, that was kind of foolish. I asked yeah. not this one. I'm yeah. just saying. Well, <laughs> but sometimes you look back and, and it's actually solved the problem because no, that didn't happen. But by doing this, we found other vendors right. that could help or yeah. now the coroner's interested in, in, in making a move. Because it's also possible that, that bags like that can be used for other things too. <laughs> No, you're right. You're right. You know, those, I, those ones I did not ask if they could be reused. I didn't ask if they could use them for a body and then something else. No, well, no, but I mean, is it possible that there's like some kind of landscaping bags out there that can be used as, you know, uh, it's possible that, I mean, is a corner bag only for a corner? <laughs> Why are you guys like, landscaping bag? Like, I thought we were bad off the rails, but then you went the next level. Thank you. I don't know why landscaping came up. It just did. I don't know, but it made me laugh really hard, especially when I looked at Tim. And he's over there being really quiet. Like, what are these fools talking about right now? He regrets coming on. I don't know. Last time. No, last time I saw him, he was actually surfing on Lake Michigan. Did you know he's a surfer? You do? You surf? I do. What kind of stuff do you do in your free time? Like, what's your hobbies? What's, what's something? When you're not on the radio show with these two characters. Absolutely. Well, I really don't have a lot of time on my hands, but uh, I like to travel. 
Ooh, where's the coolest place you traveled? Uh, sea Island, Georgia. What? Sea Island? Georgia. Really? Okay, what's that? It, it's a uh, resort. Ooh. Is it on the water then? It is. Ah, Sounds expensive. Is We're paying the, him too much. Let's see. In the east side of the state? Yeah. Okay, so you're over by Savannah, Georgia, yes. Tiny yes. Island. Ooh, yep. Savannah's cool. Beautiful. Yeah, one of the most haunted cities in America, actually. Savannah, Georgia. Not the, one of the most haunted. Okay. I mean, so I've been there quite a few times because we've got an office there. And that's actually my daughter, Ava, her middle name's Savannah because of that. It's your turn. And uh, yeah, so we, me and my wife love Savannah, Georgia. So we went on a ghost tour while we were down. Oh, okay. Now we were a little, had a few many, too many drinks. So I couldn't tell you. That, the that makes it easier to see the ghosts. We were young. Okay. We were young. This was, I mean, before my daughter was born. So it was 13 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm old now. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So are you like being a corner? Is this something that you've learned to enjoy? Or do you, I know you wanted to do it. Too. I do. Sorry. I do enjoy the corner's office a lot. And what kind of, how many, um, when you say you're on call six days a week or six days a month, how many days of those are you actually getting calls? Or is it pretty easy going? Uh, it all depends on the day. The most I've had on a shift was four. Oh, in one day? Four in different day. calls? Four different calls wow. in a 12-hour shift. When you had to remove those bodies? Or do phone releases. Okay. Wow. Um, That's a busy day. And there's some shifts where you get no calls. Do they have a crematorium at the hospital? So if they decided to um, cremate the body, they do it there? Or they, they got to do it through a funeral home? Do it through a funeral home. Okay. And, and, and the morgue. I'm sorry. This is really dark. But when you walk in the morgue, is it just ours? Like it's just because if someone dies at the hospital, they still have to be autopsied and go through by you, right? Yes. If if your admissions to the hospital is within 24 hours of admission, then it's a the coroner gets notified. Oh, but if they die five days later, then it's not a coroner issue. Unless it's uh, like a workman's comp case, uh, a fight with a severe bodily injury that the police may want to charge somebody with a crime. Or a fatal car crash. See, that's interesting because not only do you have to be good at your job to investigate it, but you have to be good at your job to make sure that you don't make screw-ups that can lose a case for you later or lose a case for the Correct. prosecutor. Wow, or yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that is. It really is. And you got to document things well. Mm -hmm. Well, he seems like a very thorough guy anyway, so I think, I think he's got Well, it. you know, and he surfs, so of course he does, you know. I also started recently uh, with Greg doing some Stop to Bleed classes. In Porter Excellent. County. Tell us about that. Excellent. That's a. That's a. I'm glad you mentioned that. I've never heard of the stop the bleed. What oh my no, goodness. Jesus. That's because you're on the ladder all the time, putting your lights up. You don't pay attention to what is going on <laughs> around you. Stop the bleed. <laughs> stop the bleed classes. It's basically the the use of our tourniquets and pressure points. Um, Greg's got a training kit that we bring. What's a tourniquet? In. I know what a tourniquet is. I don't mean to sound stupid, but some people might not. What's a tourniquet? Uh, a, a strap with. Uh, a tightening device on it. That's the thing you wrap around your arm to yep. stop the blood. Or a leg. Or a leg. Or a leg, okay. Any appendage? It, not your neck. Yeah, just your <laughs> arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that one, that one got me, Greg. That was good. Not your neck. You probably want to teach me the other way. Tighten around your neck. Your this is how to not do a tourniquet. Let's use Andy. Come here, Andy. Let's use you as demonstration. <laughs> so when you, we do, you're, not we, but when you guys are doing these classes, these, these um, yeah. learning events, 
what are you doing? Do you have a dummy? Do you have Greg's arm out? Or? <laughs> so it's about a 20, 25-minute PowerPoint. Okay. And then about 20 to 25 minutes of uh, hands-on. Yeah. of tourniquets and um can you tighten them on you now like as a practice and you not can, hurt your arm yeah you'll feel the the pressure mm -hmm. is it kind of like a, a blood pressure which stops yeah okay yep. a little bit more yeah on steroids kind of a thing than that but yeah yeah when you and just out of curiosity if i'm doing a tourniquet god forbid i wouldn't do it because i don't know what i'm doing but if i did know what i was doing I have to come to our class yeah i would, I would like to absolutely um do you have to, is it like a uh, is a tourniquet like a band or can you do it with the shoelace or do you are you afraid of breaking skin if it's too thin you you can use a belt as a tourniquet oh a belt that's a, a belt, great idea um a piece of uh, your shirt rip it off whatever yeah. you can find anything you can use to right thicker than a, a, a shoelace is just too thin that's what i was thinking like yeah you use them a little bit wider make it worse mm -hmm. that's what i was asking that's awesome guys keep that up but you, but you can live with a little cut on your arm. You right. can't live with losing all the blood. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it's crazy. It, I mean, you, you can lose six ounces, you know, half a can of soda is all you need to lose in a quick period of time before you're critical. Really? Yeah. When you see TV, I mean, these people are covered in blood and still living, you it's know? TV. Oh, I know. Wow. That, that's, no, uh, I didn't realize they, they had been dead a long time ago. Or they couldn't function. They would just, you know, yeah. It, it was kind of funny you said that because I was watching this movie last night where this, it, it was like, I don't know, something called The Princess, uh, you know, one of these old uh, movies from like King Arthur kind of times and she's getting Correct, stabbed. watching the princess movie okay well it's called the princess i think <laughs> but anyways um yeah so so unrealistic because people are getting stabbed left and right blood is burnt and then they're still fighting on and <laughs> they end up at the end you know no one's no one's got anything protecting the blood and yeah, yeah i feel it's like i'd be movies. invincible if i just went off tv so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely so i know you mentioned that you guys are doing the stop the bleed but you also do the other classes too um cpr cpr mm -hmm. and aed training right it is yep that's all and, one class. Oh, it is? Okay. And the Heimlich Maneuver, is that part of it? It is. Mm -hmm. Is it really? Mm -hmm. That's cool. So what? What is? how does that work? If, say someone's listening and they want to get training, they go to the website for... Contact Greg. Yeah. And or contact me and we'll, uh, we're going to arrange a class here soon. Absolutely. I know our, our health department wants to participate in Stop the Bleed. Uh, uh, yeah, Can you and, do both and, classes together? You could. Uh, we could. I mean, we can schedule it however, you know, and we can travel okay. to places. We can go to a business or something. It's a really flexible, actually. And the more people that we get trained in Porter County, the more we all are better. Because, yeah. you know, God forbid some mass incident happened that, you know. And obviously we can only move two bodies at a time or four. Right, right? with the vans. Oh. And, well, those are, well, we're trying to prevent that, that from, from the vans I mean. being used. So we got to yeah. get to yeah. stop the bleed That's right. We can only move four in this yeah. van system. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I believe each school system in Porter County has a, a tourniquet kit. Uh, yes, but, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these, the people that were trained a while ago, are no longer there so it this is something that has to be done it should be done every year I agree. because you're going to get turnover you're going to get some people that may need a little refresher and uh, or maybe some people didn't participate last year and then they thought well i want to do it this year so really it's a uh, yeah it should be uh, on schedules and 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 encouraged to be any you know anybody really that deals with a bunch of people even baseball coaches you know i mean who knows somebody throws a bat and hits somebody and next thing you know it's it's, it's someone's got to do something, yeah. you know, um, or somebody comes upon a car accident or, I mean, you know, I mean, really, there's a million. And that's one thing in the videos, you know, we show some videos of different scenarios as well. Well, I think you're so, on, you hit the nail on the head without the training. 
the kit's useless. It's like an AED. Correct. If I, there's an AED yeah. on the wall here, yeah. you have a heart attack. Unless there's diagrams in there to show me what to do, it'll talk to you. It'll talk to you. Yeah. Okay. But I, I know you were talking about. And I believe recently our county got a bunch of AEDs. Yeah, they, they ordered them, and, and they should be, be throughout the courthouse. Uh, Where all our public buildings well, are. When you open it up, it'll tell you take it the shirt off, put the thing. Oh, well, yeah. you take it out of the thing, then you hit the button. It's a green. Should be a green button, and then it'll talk to you. That's pretty awesome. I and there should that. be pictures on the pads, how to put them on the mm -hmm. chest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's still a pretty heady thing, but with a little bit of heads up, some people can get through it because yeah, no, we, we know sense. it's not for everybody. Is there something similar you can do like with, uh, um, stop the bleed kits? Not a video, but like a, here's a pamphlet on how to put the tourniquet on. Or um, we do have a pamphlet that, that comes with it. And, and what we encourage people is here's a pamphlet and then just look it over, kind of refresh a little bit throughout uh, the year or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's small. It's like uh, the size of a three by five card. Yeah, three by five card sounds right. So it's, uh, but we're doing whatever we can to make it as easy uh, for people, first of all, to attend, and then also for people to, if they have to step in and do something, they're not afraid to do that. You know. Like you said the more people that know it, the better for all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. So we got to do a station identifier oh. real quick. This WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz, and I am Greg Sims. The other co-host is Andy Bozak. And we have Tim Beach here uh, as our, our guest. And we wouldn't be here without the support of the Chequick Lodge number 56, Independent Order of Odd Fellows. And uh, yeah, we, we thank them for us being here. And uh, yeah, and we're just talking with Tim about, he's a deputy coroner. He's a, uh, works for the Porter Hospital Systems. Oh, he runs um, their security, Greg. Runs their security. <laughs> <clears throat> Former police officer up in the dunes. Uh, uh, now a reserve. Now a reserve. And uh, surfer extraordinaire. Former fire department chief. Former fire, holy cow. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's why I keep stepping on your hats here. He's a, he's a stop the bleed coordinator. <laughs> yep. Uh, and a, a CPR instructor. Yes. Holy I'm moly. What, is there anything that you want to do that you haven't done yet? A little I'm woodworking? I'm good. Mechanic, you want to be a, I, I need some brakes done on my car. You want to be a mechanic, learn how to do uh, that? I know how to do those, but I'm good. <laughs> It's funny. So my dad, my dad gave uh, my son his old car, and Aiden doesn't drive yet, but we're getting it ready. It's a stick shift, so it's pretty interesting to watch him drive because he has none of the skills yet. So you, you let know, your you let you, your you, underage you, kid you, drive? You, yeah, parking lots. Cool. Okay. Absolutely. So, anyways, my dad decides he wants to do the brakes on this thing, so he gets my my son over, and we're helping. We did the brakes. This, you know, three generations. It was a lot of fun. We get done. And, <laughs> They drove off because they, they were going to school to practice driving and I was like, oh, it sounds beautiful. They come back 20 minutes later, I hear, what the hell is that noise? And my mom goes to me, that's what happens when your dad does the brakes. There's always a second time that tire's coming off. I was like, oh, and she's right. Every time. It ended up being just one of those, um, what is it, the shield, to, the dust shield. Okay. It just bent into the, the rotor. Oh, a little bit, so okay. Just it's making right some noise. But it took him a while to figure it out. So speaking of brakes. Opportunity, you know, to, to get Aiden to learn that because a lot of kids these days don't get to learn that basic how to change oil, do those kind of things. You know, it's it's good to see. So, because I don't change my own oil, I used to. Oh, but then I got uh, time became more valuable. You know, and, and more time with my family is, is better. So yeah, no, that's, that's it. family's important. Absolutely, it is. But uh, what else, Tim? What else? Uh, uh, what new adventures are you going to go on? Uh, you mentioned you that that trip you went on uh, any any 
Adventures uh, Hawaii, Hawaii next year. Hawaii really? next year. Yep. That's awesome. Wow. They are doing phenomenal in the Little League World Series this year. Hawaii is really yes, they're a very good team. Very wow. Good team. Sorry, another thing that had nothing. Yeah, because you yeah because you coach baseball, so you're into that oh, stuff. I've been addicted to the Little League World Series. It's it's so fun because these kids obviously aren't professionals, so they make mistakes. You know, they'll be an easy pop up. You're like, oh, dude, dude, you just dropped that. Oh, I feel bad for you. You know, <laughs> but your team's scoring. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, but uh, what else is down the road? Anything? Uh, nothing. How many uh, deputy coroners are there total? Mm. I believe a total of twelve. There's twelve, and then the, the main coroner, right? The coroner, yep. And is she the overseer? So, is there a situation where it's a big case, and, and you guys are told to call her and involve her, or does she kind of? There's enough. I mean, you guys are. I don't want to say it's smart enough. I mean, obviously you're smart enough, but does she let you just do your job, or how? So we have a we have Cindy the coroner, mm -hmm. and then she has a chief deputy coroner. Oh, okay. Who's that? Uh, that is Brian Bowles. Okay, okay. Uh, is that the guy? That's the gentleman that comes to meetings all the time, right? That that speaks with her. I bet. This a nice guy. Yeah, should be with Cindy. <clears throat> so if, at that point, if there's a if what if somebody doesn't agree with your death, uh, your autopsy? What if you put down that hmm. you know one of my family members died of cancer and I think it was suicide or something like that? I, how do you handle that? Is there an appeal process? That that'd be between the coroner and the the family. Okay. There's have, an actual discussion. At yeah, they would, they would have a conversation on what the findings were and hmm. and what made the decision the way it was. Yeah, that was probably a horrible example: cancer or suicide. But I'm just trying to think of, you know, what if what if I didn't. Agree where there's a disagreement. Yeah, because you yeah. think it happened. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Wow. But I can't imagine that doesn't, probably doesn't happen that often, no. right? It's pretty rare. I would. So yeah. I hope not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're doing their job correctly, and this isn't a dig on you guys, but more of a compliment, if they're doing their job correctly, it right. should rarely, if ever, happen. Right. You know? yeah, right. There's no doubt the, the cause of death or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, huh. So you guys um, now are doing these autopsies at the hospital, right? Correct. And, and previously, you guys were having to drive people to Michigan City. Was that correct? Or that was all before my time. Oh, that's right. I forgot all before you're a newbie. Yeah. Yeah, he's young and only 2018. <laughs> I forgot. We've always done them at. Uh, They've hospital. always done them. Okay, yeah. locally. No, I was just curious how that works. It's a very interesting job that you guys do. You know. Mm -hmm. I, I would love to say I'd love to tag along and see the ins and outs. You're more welcome anytime. But I am definitely afraid. I mean, I'm not afraid of blood, but gory situations. Well, it doesn't I have to be bloody. I'm afraid of. <laughs> it's just kind of maybe not for everybody. Yeah, kind of creepy-ish, yeah. but especially if somebody is, like, not dead. and you think, <laughs> well, that's, Could you imagine me? I don't know. That would freak me out. Ted, he's moving. He's moving. And I just take off and run out. <laughs> Yeah, we're at the wrong house. We went to the wrong house. Oh, gosh. Does, has it ever happened? <laughs> no. It's not happened to me. <laughs> if it's going to happen to someone, it's going to be us. Oh, my God. That would, be, that would be terrible. Yeah. yeah that would be pretty terrible. Oh, my God. We've come up with a lot of great scenarios today that hopefully never happened. Well, Halloween is coming, you know. What's a busy season for you guys? Is there a holiday or a time that is busy? Or is it just, I mean, people die whenever? Is there... I think towards the holiday seasons, you see an increase. Of suicides? Uh, well, but is there, uh, let's take suicides out. Is there any kind of like pattern, like do, you know, does winter do anything to people or the hot summers or, or is it all kind of, no? It, yeah, it all depends on the weather. Okay. The seasons. <laughs> depression. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, COVID had to hit you guys hard too. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. But we're coming out of it, and we should be, you know, 
Well, until COVID 2.0 comes. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm joking. That's not going on that one. <laughs> We're done with that. Yeah. Hey, man. My I gosh. Keep the country open and get back to work. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but uh, what was the most, uh, what, what, what do you find interesting with here? Uh, is it, uh, well, yeah, I'll let you answer that. What, what is interesting about your, uh, either your security job, your corner job? So every day I go to work, it's something new. Okay. Every day is different. Well. Every corner call is different. Is a security job your 24-7? It is. Pretty much on, yep. on, on call. So every day something's happening at that hospital. Yeah, I can imagine. So, um, so every, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to answer this one. I know this is going to be so good. I like the challenges. Okay. So, like, excuse me. Do you like, you don't sit in an office at the hospital, do you? I do. Oh, okay. Yep. And then when something bad happens or whatever, you, you kind of go out and deal with it? Only if it's bad enough that they need me. Oh, okay. There's Use the muscle, Greg. You don't call yeah, the muscle yeah. out right at the beginning. <laughs> There's other security officers working. Oh, okay. But you're in, are you in charge of those security officers too? too? I am. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like he should have a gun. You're right. Or a taser. Or taser. <laughs> or so, what is it? The taser the one that shoots out? Yeah. Stun gun. No, that's no. Right. It is a taser. Yeah. Stun gun. You gotta like put a wrap to somebody. Either way, he needs the taser. Something. You kind of blat. You know. Yeah. You shoot somebody and. That's what we should do. We should do a live Facebook event, and we both take a, a taser. I have been tased by design, and on, on I would do it again. Though. Yeah. On Facebook? You want to do it on Facebook? Uh, no, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That sounds terrifying to me. No, you know what, though? As weird as it sounds, I highly recommend... You, you have a lot of respect for situations, especially the police. When, when you see a taser being pulled out and you've been tased, you go, dude, stop. You know, what are you doing? You're, you're not going to, for the most part, you're not going to beat a taser. You're going to freeze. You're going to fall down. You know, I mean, it's, they're designed, they're, they're well designed in regards to doing their job of stopping somebody. So why anybody, when this thing comes out, would you want to keep going? You're kind of foolish. Does, does it hurt the, the stingers that go in you? Yeah, it's like it's a little fish hooks. Yeah, yeah. But, I like, mean, so you got to pull them out too, right? You do. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you'll get a welt. Two prongs depending. on the end that you yeah. make sure come out of the body. Mm -hmm. Have you oh, been yeah. tased as well then? I have. I think just about every cop, I would think, is part of the process, right, mm -hmm. to get tased. Cause it's, and I always believe, too, that if you're going to use something, you, you should know what it feels like. you know. Or, and, and this is almost any situation. If I'm selling something, I should be very familiar with that product. Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, it just, yeah, it's just better all around. But now I guess as a police officer, you'd have more respect and restraint using it if you knew what the outcome was i mean yeah. it, there's some situations that yeah right well it's just it another tool and they're yeah. they're a little on their belt yeah tool on their yeah belt. like utility <laughs> belt they're all batman <laughs> no not, not him anymore well, he, is. he could be robin now i bet he's got tape measures and stuff so he can measure bodies. is that what you got you oh my goodness little, little scale he's got his little measure. utility he's belt with that stuff yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> okay that's kind of cool um yeah it's like a carpenter's belt <laughs> so are there any other hats that you wear that we didn't discuss today because i know every time i see you, you got something new you're doing i, I sit on the uh porter county substance abuse board okay what do they do is, is greg on that board is no i'm not board? chuck harris is though chuck, chuck is a president yeah, yeah. was yeah. that started by chuck or do you know the history no the i don't know the history too much mm -hmm. i've been on there for about uh, seven years now and what do they do so we get grants through for porter county uh, to fight um Substance abuse. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. so. What kind of steps? What? What? 
Everybody thinks that, you know, politicians and, and people involved should, should solve this drug problem. And that's mm. awesome. We agree. We want to solve the drug problem, but none of us know what to do, you know, and, or how to attack it. Because obviously it's not a one-pronged approach. What, what kind of actions have you guys taken? So we, the county or the substance abuse uh, gets programs uh, for the county throughout for the schools or oh, cool. uh, mental health mm -hmm. programs. We have different uh, sectors in the office that do that for the county. Oh, that's very positive. So you guys are involved at the schools. Schools. When Chuck was going to talk at the schools back in the day, that's what he was doing. Okay. Well, he was also the corner too, you know. So he was hitting a double, yeah. like a double-sided uh, presentation. So yeah, it was pretty, pretty effective. I mean, I, I was yeah. taught. It seemed like the uh, messaging was out there back then. I mean, mm -hmm. not that we're not out there now, but it was very, very in your face. It was constantly, you know, that you would be reading articles in the paper, seeing things on Facebook about different meetings and mm -hmm. things that went on, talks and stuff. So hopefully uh, that continues. And maybe Greg should get involved on this board too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I do help Greg with the Porter County Suicide Task Force. Right. Prevention and Task then, Force. Uh, mm -hmm. The Porter County Drunk Good. Driving Task Force. What is this? Porter County Direct Drunk Driving Task Force. Is that Force. how to drunk drive properly? Uh, no, wow, Andy, sign Andy up. He's very curious. <laughs> no hell. Oh my God. It's uh, uh, a bunch of police officers throughout Porter County. All agencies are involved, monthly meetings. Um, we do, like uh, back in June, they did a uh, FST course at the MAC Center for uh, recertifications for the police officers. FS? Field sobriety testing. Uh, Okay. Um, do you guys have, so when you pull somebody over, why does it always, do they say to do a test of some sort? Why don't they just automatically say blow on this sucker? Why do they make them? You got to follow steps before you get to that point. Is that, so that's one of the last FST's steps? first, yes. So okay. if they yes. pass this test where they're touching their nose and looking up, then you can't breathalyze them? Or, you, or you're not, not supposed, supposed to? to? But they didn't pass <laughs> it probably. Right. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll tell you, some of those things like saying the ABCs backwards, oh, hell no, I can't do that ever. People yeah. sober can't do that. That's, it, it was, I mean, like, you're right? a jerk. You're going, I okay, do, yeah. Just breathalyze me already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And when some people, too, are, are terrible at balance. You know, yes. they, I mean, it's just they're uncoordinated. Yeah. So some of those tests seem like they're a little, well, I guess that's why they do a multiple. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're uncoordinated, well, that's okay because there's other tests that will indicate you might be no, no, impaired. No, I, I still don't understand why you got to do the test. Like, why don't you just, if you think they're drunk, make them breathalyze, right? Make them look stupid first. Is yeah. it for the videos on cops? <laughs> <laughs> but is that, is that a law, you think? Or is that like a, like, is that something that the state legislature could, uh, would address and say, you know, we, we want our, our just, just go to a breathalyzer situation? Or? There's probably a negative. I, we're not talking about it because we don't understand what it is. I bet you do. <laughs> there's a negative. Why they? There's a reason they do this testing. Yeah, there's a reason we got to do step by step. Oh, okay. Can you okay. tell us or no? It's for prosecutions. Oh, okay. Oh, to say that we've we've gone through this and this and this. Therefore, it's proven that this person has been impaired. Uh, Correct. We didn't just give a one, and because if the if the breathalyzer might be faulty. Then that's that's not this fair. Son of a gun. Let us talk about it for four minutes, and he knew the answer. <laughs> He's like, I can't wait to call my buddy and tell him what a bunch of idiots I was on the show. No, with. no, 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 no. Well, because you know, in 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 the classroom and stuff, we talk about a lot of government things, and uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And even the kids. See, one of the things the kids always say is, well, if I didn't, you know, if I don't get caught, it's not a crime. Well, you know, it's still a crime. You just didn't get caught. You know. 
And it's less like, come on, people. The mentality. <laughs> I like their mentality. Oh, I'm my goodness. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the big deal? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's but, a good thing they have a teacher like you in their life. That someone I cares, know, depends them on, on the right track. Well, within reason. I mean, you know, some kids appreciate it and some kids don't. Yeah, you know, some you, some kids have a hard time. They, they don't want to be. It's not that they don't want to be questioned, but sometimes they just they don't want to think through an answer or they, they get uncomfortable because they're not. It's something they don't normally do. They'll just Google. If you just Google an answer all the time, you're not going through the process of trying to problem solve it. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's, right. you know, that's, that's part of the, that's you know, point. so it's just, it's just a product of our, this current situation. And, and eh, we'll see what, you know, who knows where it's going to go from well, it there. It sounds like we got a great problem solver here. I mean, this dude's a coroner. He's a police officer. And surfer. And he understands a surfer. <laughs> and he understands these steps you have to take to pr- protect the prosecutor and yeah. stuff like that to, to not make the case fail later. Right, and that, that just helps the county save money down the road yeah. because then again, we're not uh, spending time in court. Correct. Right. Correct. Now that being said, have you ever had to go to court and kind of wit testify? Absolutely. As a police uh, really? officer. Oh yeah. Or as a coroner, or both. Uh, police officer. Oh okay. How'd that go? How? What was that like? Uh, never lost a case. Oh. <laughs> That's positive. Now is that like somebody speeding or something, or was that just traffic court and criminal court? Okay. okay. Oh, you actually showed, you were the jerk cop that showed up the traffic court? I always hope they don't. No, I never had a ticket. Was, you I never thought, had a ticket? No, not a speeding wow. ticket. But I always, again, knock on a seatbelt <laughs> ticket. I did get pulled over for speeding once, and he goes, oh, he comes back to car. You weren't wearing your seatbelt. I was like, yes, I was. It's on now. He's like, okay, well, I can give you a speeding ticket, or you weren't wearing your seatbelt. I was like, hey, what seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah. No, we know that happens, yeah. So, no, that's great. Well, we got about two minutes left. Is there anything you wanted to cover that we didn't bring up? Any shout-outs you want to give? No shout-outs? Greg, Greg (laughs) (laughs) No, but we, uh, anyone wants to go to the uh, Unity Cafe uh, on Friday nights at the uh, Living Hope Church on Calumet Avenue uh, by Evans and Calumet Avenue in Valparaiso right across from Fairgrounds Park. Uh, you're you're able to do that uh, five thirty to to about seven o'clock, right? Yeah, and it's always wonderful meals. And if you want to contribute to that, if you want to, if you're a community member and you'd like to to help participate, it's and uh, bringing some food that would be outstanding. And uh, yeah, and these people are very appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. So if if you have an opportunity to stop down and just say hi, grab a bite to eat the food's yeah. good, I'll vouch for that. And, yeah. You know, Greg, uh, Greg convinced me it was good. <laughs> he got me to come down finally. And this yeah. Is, it's a really nice time. It really is. No, absolutely. And you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be uh, economically disadvantaged to come. You know, you just want to stop by and have a meal. There's no, nobody is turned away. You know, so yeah, they let me in. I'll be honest. Uh, that's I true. What's gonna happen? <laughs> I warned them too, but see, that's the. I guess we know it works. When I warned them not to let you in, and they let you in, and you ate, and so you know, now your son is always welcome. There's no problem. Your daughter, your daughter is awesome too. Your daughters, and you know, bring everyone. Yeah. I was so happy. I was down there last week, and I, you know, I'm checking out. Uh, we were outside checking out the bike, and my mm-hmm. daughter goes back to my car, and this guy walks up. He's like, "That's a really nice car." I was like, "Thanks, man." Like, I really appreciated that. You know, it meant a lot to me. And then he goes. I thought it was a lady's car. I'm like, you son of a gun. He's got a, so it's mad. a black car with pink stripes on it. It's not pink stripes. It's got a light, hand-drawn pink stripe around it. <laughs> Barely noticeable. Pink. And this guy goes like, that was a girl's car. And my face just like, <laughs> it's a man's car. Leave me alone. 
<laughs> Nothing wrong with pink. No. Absolutely. No. It, it, it brings out the uh, color in your eyes. Absolutely. But anyways, uh, you've been listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, host uh, Greg Sims, the other co-host Andy Bozek, and we thank our guest Tim Beach for being here today. Thank you. You're Thanks welcome. For coming, Tim. Have a great night, guys. Take care.